from the Kramer Basketball Headquarters in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You are listening to the Coach's Edge Podcast, powered by Coach. Here is your host, Steve Kramer. Welcome to the Coach's Edge Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Kramer of Kramer Basketball and Coach's Edge, and 10 episodes on shooting, 10 days straight in approximately 10 minutes. I hope you guys are enjoying this. I hope you're having a great summer as well. In today's episode, I want to talk about confidence and a mindset that can lead to being a great shooter. And if you don't believe that shot is going in, it doesn't matter how much you practice, you're never going to get to the point that you could be when it comes to shooting the basketball. And I hope that I can share some things with you because of some of my personal experience, some things I've learned along the way, because the things I'm going to share would have been extremely helpful for me to have in my mind as a player, especially as a younger player. When I didn't come through in the clutch, if I'd have had some of these things in the back of my mind, I think I would have come through in the clutch even more often. You know, it's pretty good in the clutch most of the time. But there are some times where I missed. I missed the game-winning shot. I missed the game-winning free throws, and I'll talk about that a little bit as well. But let's start here. As a coach, you play a huge role in a player's confidence, a huge role, because you can take it away. You can take it away. You can only give someone confidence so much. The player themselves is the one that can truly give themselves a belief because of the work they put in, the time and the dedication that they've spent, the experiences that they've built up from putting these things into practice. So a player is foundational as far as building their own confidence. A coach can help. A coach can be a guide in getting players to believe in themselves. And I think in the short term, they can play a bigger role. In the long term, it's really back to the player. But a coach can strip a player's confidence away. One sharp word, one sharp statement with the tongue can have a lasting negative impact in somebody's life, as well as with shooting the basketball. So what are some things that we can help our shooters with so they can shoot it at a higher level. Or maybe you're a player listening to this. I know we have players that usually the players that listen to this are college players, right? Because they're serious. They're legit. So, you know, Shea Tripp, Evan Neff, some of our college athletes I know are listening. Shout out to you guys. When it comes to shooting, what's the opposite of confidence? That belief that it's going in. It's the lack thereof. And one of the things that there's a lack thereof when it comes to shooting is a fear there becomes a fear of missing the shot. So let's break this down. Is it a fear your players have of missing? Or is it a fear of what others may think if they miss shots? This is an important one to differentiate. And the fear of missing the shot, I think, is the easier one for us to get over the hump with. Because it really comes down to 
you make it or you miss it. That's it. There's only two possibilities that could happen. I mean, you could swish it, you could airball it, but at the end of the day, like it's a make or it's a miss and we're moving on. And you can give examples of, listen, Steph Curry's missing over half the shots he's ever taken. He's the greatest shooter of all time. Michael Jordan barely made over half of his shots. I think he was just over 50% for his career as a shooting. He's the greatest player ever. It's okay to miss. If you shoot, you're going to miss. And so I think we can share some of these examples and get our players over this fear of missing if that's what it is. Now, it's if it's the fear of what others think, man, what's everybody going to think? You know, I'm at the free throw line. You know, I'm a pretty good player and I'm a solid shooter. But, man, when I get to the free throw line, I, I freeze up a little bit. And I just – is it a fear of really missing or what others are going to think if you miss? It's an important one for us to differentiate. And here's where it comes into play. Here's, you know, when I'll share some personal stories as well. Most people don't care. <laughs> Most people don't care nearly as much as you think they do. And even if somebody cares in the moment, they're probably going to forget about it after a while anyway. So we think that people are so engaged in what we do and what our performance is. And we think there's people that really want us to succeed and that there's people that really want us to fail. The truth is those are both a minimal amount of people. The majority of people don't care. You got a, hopefully a group of people behind you that want you to succeed. You maybe have a few people that for some reason they don't like you, so they want to see you fail. And the majority of people are in the middle. They don't care, right? And so this comes to the fact that we think people care. Most people do not care. Here's an example. When I was in high school, we had a regular season game, and I missed two free throws. Here's how bad it was. We were down one. I got fouled. I missed both free throws. One would have tied it, put us into overtime. Two would have won the game. I missed them both. Missed them both. Years later, for some reason, we get on this topic with one of my high school teammates. And he brought up, man, you know, and he, and he said something about when I missed those free throws, we lost like in the state tournament, which was not true. It was a regular season game. We won the league championship. We won the district championship. We won the regional championship. And we lost to the state champs. This guy was on the team and didn't even remember what the miss had to do with the season. Now, he over-exaggerated and th thought it was the end of our season. It wasn't. It was a regular season game. But it proves the point of if this guy was on the team and he doesn't even really remember a whole lot of what went on in that game, how much less is everybody else going to think that maybe they were just in the stands casually watching that game? I've probably forgotten about it, let alone remember what game it was. My teammate didn't even remember what, what game it was. Most people don't care. Most people don't care. Most people don't care. Very important for us to remind ourselves that 
oftentimes we can put too much pressure on ourselves. And sometimes it's a, it's a fear of what other people think. And that can hold us back. That's a big mistake because most people don't care what you do one way or the other. They don't. They got their own things to worry about. It's true. They do. Moving on with confidence. That should help a lot of players right there. That should help a lot of players. I remember it's my senior year. This is another loss I'm bringing it up. Man, bring back some memories here. Senior year of college. We're playing in a league championship game, Hope College against Calvin. Big rivalry for those that know small college basketball. Big rivalry. We had won the league championship. They were in second. We meet in the league tournament championships. So we're hosting. And I want to say there's less than a minute left. I don't know, remember this exactly. I want to say there's less than a minute left. We're down to, I get fouled on a 1-1. I'm going to the line. And for some reason, as I was walking up to the line, I looked past the backboard in the corner, and there was my mom up like 10 rows or so. And she's like crying, and, and she's like has her hands over her face, and she's like looking through her fingers. And uh, I go to the free throw line. I swish both free throws to tie the game. We end up losing the shot on a, on a game-winning shot. They hit with us like, I don't know, a second or two left. Heartbreak. But I knocked those free throws down. Now, I don't recommend looking into the crowd. It just it was just kind of a weird thing where, like, there was the backboard, and right outside of the backboard was my mom's face. You just kind of recognize it. If it wasn't her, I probably wouldn't have seen nothing. Um, but I was quickly able to go from, like, oh, my gosh, my mom is so nervous right now to flip to knocking these free throws down. And that was a big change from my senior year of high school being at the line in a very similar situation and missing them to being in college. Even though we lost this game, it was a one-on-one, and, one, and I got to make both these free throws just to tie it. We're in trouble if I miss one or especially, you know, the first one of the one-on-one. One. We're in trouble. And I was able to make those free throws. How? Why? Well, like I say, I was a better player, more experienced, knew more. But the truth is, sometimes you make them, sometimes you don't. You can be absolutely 100% locked in and still miss some shots. Now, I was at a point in that game, my senior year, I was playing best, some of the best basketball in my life. I was just kind of in a zone, and that comes back to just not really thinking. Not really thinking. And that's one of the keys to confidence. As you go throughout your training and practice and, and working with kids, when they can get to the point where they just zone out, and it's very difficult to explain, but if you've been in that position, you know what I'm feeling. You know what I'm talking about. You just kind of zone out. It's just the ball and the basket. There's 3,600 people in the stands. Some of them really want you to make it. Some of them really want you to miss it. And guess what? Ten years down the road, the majority of them don't care. But in the moment they do, you go to the line and try to put them in. It's interesting how you can get your mind to that point. 
breathing. You can teach your kids breathing. So smell the roses, blow out the candles is a good technique to teach your kids. Deep breath through the nose. Hold it. Blow the candles out. Big breath through the mouth. Help try to lower your heart rate a little bit. Can go a long way. But the, the more practice that you put in, the more confidence that you've built over time, the easier it is to get to the point where you can zone out. It's like players that seem like they're always getting lucky. Well, they've earned the right to get lucky because they've practiced so much that going, getting in the zone happens more often, right? That's part of, again, getting back to the beginning. A coach can't give a player that, but a coach can take it away by some of the things that they say. Let's get back to the fear for a moment. I know I'm going longer than 10 minutes. I apologize. But the fear that you may have when it comes to shooting the basketball, and this could be free throws because there's more time, right, for you to think about shooting a free throw than a game shot. It can freeze you. It's the deer in the headlights kind of moment. You can't let fear steal from you. So when a player is having fear at the line, when a player has lost confidence in their shot, we need to have conversations about this. Think of the work that you put in. Think of the reps that you put in. Think of all the shots that you've made prior. Don't let fear steal your work. Don't let fear freeze you. Don't let fear take away from all the hard work and the time and the preparation and the joy that you've put in to this great game of basketball. We can't pretend like it's not there either. If you feel it and it's real, it's real. So when the fear comes, we need to recognize it. That's one of the biggest things that we can do. We can recognize. I hope people listen all the way through this podcast. I hope they didn't listen like two minutes and then turned it off. Because like, oh, it's mindset. It's not a technique thing. So I'm just going to wait till the next episode comes out. This could be the most important one that we do out of this little 10 series that we're doing recognize those thoughts for what they are thoughts recognize it you can acknowledge it you have this fear you have some of this anxiety that you're about to step up to the line or it's fourth quarter it's a tight game maybe you were you know favored to win and team's not playing that well so it seems like the pressure's on as you get towards the end of the game when the fear comes, you need to recognize it for what it is. And most of the time, whatever fear and anxiety you're feeling is worse than actual reality. We need to tell ourselves that. We need to realize that fear is our imagination running its course. So, we can't control necessarily when that fear comes in. 
But when it does come in, we can acknowledge it. We can remind ourselves what it actually is. It's our imagination running its course. We see it as such, and then we can let it go. And when that happens is when we can start to remind ourselves of the real work, the confidence, the equity that we've built as a player, as a shooter. Let that take over. Smell the roses. Blow out the candles. Let's knock those shots down. Knock them down. Man, I get, I'm so passionate about this. I could talk all day about just mindset and working hard and belief, uh, you know, fears and anxieties and how we try to overcome and building each other up. And, oh, man, it's just, I get so passionate about it. Thank you guys for listening to the Coach's Edge podcast. I hope there was a nugget in here that you found beneficial. And I hope that as coaches, we realize how big of an impact we can have on our players. And it's important for us to try to meet them where they're at and understand the, the role that we can play in their life and how we can build them up to be successful doing something that they really like to do, which is play basketball. Thanks for listening. Get after today.